from Latrell Sprewell attacking his head coach to Gilbert Arenas' locker room incident and the highly unacceptable tactics of O.J. Mayo. Here's a list of some of the longest suspensions in NBA history, starting with Dennis Rodman. Rumor has it he was a player with a whole lot of behavior problems. And in January 1997, he got himself into some trouble because of it. It was during a game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and he fought for rebounds. The ball went over the baseline. When he was trying to get it back, he got tangled up with the baseline cameraman and hurt his ankle with some equipment. The former player got so angry that he kicked the cameraman so hard while he was still on the ground that he had to be carried away on a stretcher. Of course, no one let him off for that. He was suspended for 11 games, which also meant he lost about $1 million in pay. Jeez, if he'd only controlled his anger. This reminds me that there's another player who had trouble doing just that, Carmelo Anthony. He played in the NBA for the fourth time in the 2006-2007 season, but it was the first time the former Nuggets star showed everyone that he was one of the best basketball players in the world. He's a couple of feet again beyond the arc. Boy, both teams hitting such big shots, throwing some missed free throws, and now... In December of that year, Anthony and some of his teammates went through a tough time. During a game with the New York Knicks, the two teams got into a fight. After this, the NBA then banned a total of seven players. But this guy got the worst punishment because he punched the former Knicks wing, Marty Collins. The Syracuse native was banned for 15 games. He was surprised by how harsh the punishment was. So he talked to David Stern, who was the league's commissioner at the time. The now Los Angeles Lakers star said Stern essentially claimed that Anthony's track record of irresponsible behavior played a role in the decision. He also asked him if he wanted to keep going the way he was with some of the people in his life or if he still wanted to be in the NBA. Anthony seemed to change his mind after the conversation and it may have helped him become an NBA legend. Moving on, let's talk about Kermit Washington. On December 9, 1977, during a game between the Lakers and the Rockets, the Rockets player Rudy Tomjanovich was hit in the face with a crushing punch by Lakers player Kermit Washington. He fell unconscious into a pool of blood and was nearly dead with severe facial fractures and injuries. Even though everyone was shocked by what had just happened, no one was surprised when the league suspended him for 26 games and fined him for about $10 million for the kill blow. But this next guy might have received a much harsher punishment than that. Remember the fight between the Pistons and the Pacers in 2004? Well, a lot of players had to go through multiple penalties because of that. And of course, one of the players was Jermaine O'Neal. He got banned for a total of 25 games for fighting with the fans. After this, he filed an appeal against the decision, which led to the number of games being cut from 25 to 15. Speaking of, there was another player who was involved in the same fight, Steven Jackson. 
Dixon. I'm pretty sure if you've heard of this guy, then you must also know that he was banned for 30 games for taking part in the now infamous Malice at the Palace. Basically, a fight that started on the court got much worse when an angry fan threw something at one of Jackson's teammates. This started a fight between players and fans. But can you believe that he got one of the smaller suspensions that night? Because he fought for his friend. This tells you how the NBA doesn't have any tolerance for players who get physical. Also, I've got to tell you about one of the saddest stories in the league's history. Yep, it's the one about Javaris Crittenton. The 6'5 shooting guard was picked 19th overall by the Los Angeles Lakers in the 2007 NBA draft. He played for two seasons before a stupid incident with Gilbert Arenas ended his career. Like Arenas, Crittenton broke the rules by carrying and keeping a gun in his locker without a license, after which he got suspended for 38 games, which was almost half a season. Not just this, but he was also given a year of unsupervised probation and had to do community service. And since he wasn't as good as all-star Gilbert Arenas, the Wizards decided they didn't need him and let him go. That also meant that he'd never get to play in the league again. Sadly, this was just the start of unfortunate events for him, because in 2011, the former player was charged with manslaughter and is now in prison serving a 23-year sentence. Oh, and since I've already mentioned him, let's now talk about Gilbert Arenas. He was one of the league's best and most productive scorers, and he had a chance to get into the Hall of Fame. But the guy who was known as Agent Zero was also known for this incident with Crittenden when he brought guns into the locker room and kept them there. So after the investigation, he was also suspended without pay. And let's just say he never got back to being a superstar after that because it's hard to come back after your team gives up on you. So yes, here's another what-if story. And he missed out on a chance to be in the NBA's Hall of Fame because he didn't think things through. You know what's crazy about all this? Even if you're one of the best players on the court, one bad move could be what people remember most about you. And that's exactly what happened with Latrell Sprewell. He's best known for choking head coach P.J. Carlissimo in 1997, who was yelling at him during a Warriors practice. The coach yelled for crisper passes, and Sprewell, who was already in a bad mood, walked up to the coach and pulled him down by the throat. He choked him for about 15 seconds before his teammates pulled him away. After a few minutes, he came back and gave Carlissimo a nasty punch. Let's just say the league got him banned for 68 games because of his violent behavior. So now let's talk about the guy who was known for being a little off in his thinking and actions. Ron Artest. When I mentioned the Malice at the Palace event earlier in the video, some of you may have been curious about who the main aggressor was. Well, guys, it was none other than Ron Artest. He'd been suspended before, which probably made his current suspension even longer. But he was the guy who fought, not only with players, but also with the fans. He charged into the stands and punched fans after being hit by a drink thrown from the crowd. His aggression on the court got him suspended for 73 games and 13 playoff games, which also resulted in him losing almost $7 million in salary. That's insane! But even this fight couldn't make up for the suspension that ended the career of O.J. Mayo. He could have been a very good scorer and sharpshooter, and people thought he was going to be a big star. But that was until he admitted that he smoked marijuana and abused painkillers, both of which were against the NBA rules. What made it worse? 
first was the fact that this wasn't the first time that the former Maverick shooting guard had gotten on the league's bad side. And so, because of this, he was kicked out of the league for two years, although he could have tried to get back in during the 2019 season. But I think it's needless to say that Mayo was 31 years old at the time and couldn't get back to the early career form that had made him a fringe all-star. So guys, these were all the longest suspensions in NBA history. 